And as always, it's a very good afternoon and welcome to another Sunday session of Two Smoking Guns. Two Smoking Guns. I'm Scotty and as always, I'm joined by my great mate, uh, through the wall still, we're still in ISO 2.74 or whatever we're up to or something of that nature and uh, it's a very good afternoon to you, Rutsy. Scotty, how are you, buddy? I'm great. I'm, I'm up great. And about today. I'm up and about today, buddy. I am. I've, uh, you know, we've had footy from Thursday night, oh, it's still three Games today, and then well, and then the Mighties play tomorrow night. Oh, I mean, you know, and uh, then after the following round, we get nineteen games in nineteen days. Do we really? Have you heard about this? No. Well, this is because Channel Seven were formerly going to have a thing called the Tokyo Olympics. Oh, so oh, they've, yes. they've had content booked for quite some time <laughs> in that August slot. Need to backfill. So now they've said to the AFL, we need to do a bit of backfill of content here. Oh, that's too help funny. Help us help you get through your season more rapidly too by funny. having a game of football every day. How's that every go? night of the week? There's going to be. It's going to be like the old Big Bash. Well, I was going to say, it's almost like the, um, you know, the Friday night before the grand final when they used to you know, start the grand yes, finals at eight, 8 o'clock at night. They went through till 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning and, you know, you'd be bleary-eyed and then have to sort of get up and tell go you what, and watch you, the you wouldn't want to be launching a new TV show like off the back of the MasterChef franchise no. or off the back of this. Because no. if it's coming up against the AFL, mate, yeah. unless you've got multiple televisions <laughs> in your house. Yeah, I reckon they're in trouble. AFL's going to rule. Hey? Oh, I think one. that's exactly right. Right too. I mean, that's that's unbelievable. It's even comprehensive. Compre- I mean, well, it's an unbelievable year, I, I, clearly, I, but it's unbelievable thinking. I might take and my. Uh, it's very clever. I might take my measurements um, on the first game and then redo them at the nineteenth <laughs> and see see how much time I've spent on the couch. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. So um, oh, yes, we are in lockdown, wow. but at least we've got the footy, which is good. And are they all night games, or is it going to be some twilight the, I, stuff? I, I action? It's going to be fascinating. Yes. To see. So yes. who knows? All right. I imagine that will be in the prime viewing hours. Oh, Scotty. you can only imagine. I mean, what else would you put on? That's it. Uh, that's it. I mean, what? A, what I'm not a, watching um, any of the islands or the bachelors or the any of those. Or, so, um, or the voices or the voices. No, but no, over that show, I've got no. a theory on the voice. Yep, the judges are too young. Judges are too because you young. don't hear the oldest song that they play yeah. is the oldest song they'd know would be a Whitney Houston number. Right. You know, they never George? get them to sing anything that's older than about 15 years old, 20 years old. There's no Johnny Cash. There's no Johnny Cash. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. So there's, not right. even, uh, there's not even a Delilah by Tommy Jones. There's none of that. That's exactly right. So I'm um, showing my age, but I'm not the demographic. Well, maybe there's an older audience show that needs to happen. That's it. You know, it that's it's it. called the... I used to have a voice. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we've got a plethora of stuff today. Why don't you run through some of the stuff? Oh, well, we've got to talk about the woman who's done Brighton. We've got to talk about her today. (laughs) Because she's hit the airwaves and made a name for herself. And her identity's been revealed as well. Yes, which is unusual. Unusual. In in said um, circus pants. Yes, that's right. (laughs) So I want to talk about that. On a serious note, I want to discuss cyber terrorism. So we'll get to that at some point. But I read this article and it made me scared. Is this absolutely scared? Are we reintroducing tech talk? 
We are. That's scary it's, tech it's talk. Scary. Oh, so this is uh, Button Man tech talk. <laughs> this is way scary. This is way scarier than the Button Man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about mullet dressing. I want to talk about a yeah. new radio, a new television show that starts today at 5.30 on the ABC that Michael Gedinsky's got behind. So we'll oh. talk to you about that. Yeah, I, reckon, uh, about that. I reckon I heard this, something about this about a month ago that he was sort of pulling all this together. Yeah, it's called Was The it? Sound. The Sound. And he's got a few artists on tonight and they've yep. influenced my song choice for today. Uh, now, is, is this going to be in the vein of uh, what we used to be able to watch at uh, 5 o'clock on a Sunday called Countdown? It's a very similar vein. Is it? He's, what he's all about is promoting Australian music, and that's what we want, right? So that's really, really good. Yeah. So we're doing that, and then obviously I want to talk about uh, a bit more on the bikies. <laughs> Yours! Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, and, and a bit more of Mick Gatto. No strange. Um, <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> no strange envelopes in your in your letterbox last week. <laughs> a couple of guys were lurking outside. <laughs> did, you take, did you take their photo? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> so I got a bit of that, oh, and I've got, oh, got a good news story um, yep. about um, the Sikhs delivering free um, curries down in, in Frankston. So that's a lovely story. Yep. And um, just an update on who China's picking a fight with at the minute, oh, which is pretty much yeah. everybody. We, wouldn't it be easier to, uh, to list the, the ones they're not? not yeah, <laughs> well, that'd be Russia then. Yeah. <laughs> and North Korea. Yeah, so yeah. what have you got, great man? Uh, well, uh, I think we, we, we've, sort of, we've got a little crossover today because we had, we had an extended production meeting today. It went for three and a half minutes, yeah, um, yeah. which is uh, unusual for us. Uh, well, I'm going to give you uh, the swear jar. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, no, you, you're going to have to be really dance around that. Yeah, yeah we'll have to dance. You're have a to bit. bleep out a few words. Well, I'm just. I'll transpose. It's very funny though. I'll transpose. All right. Yeah, very and, good. and if you, do we have a dump button? Uh, no, we don't. No, we don't do. No, we? we're not possessed of a dump button. We well, are, we well, well. Of, hang on to your hats. We are possessed of a strong language. <laughs> we. Well, I tell you what. Uh, I might get you to play that just in case. Just in I case, can't transpose split. quickly. Very good. Uh, then I've got. Uh, oh, Mark Knight did a little fantastic cartoon um, the other day, and I'm just going to share that with you. It's a visual piece, but it's the words that uh, that I thought were very amusing. Um, and then, what about? Uh, what do you think I'd be talking about? If I said to you, um, uh, the, I'm going to an open for infection. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, did. I did see this. This is oh, a little bit of this the... This is uh, Kushmakundi. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to share that with you. This is um, real estate Kushmakundi. Uh, now, um, and you can talk more about it, but I'm just going to put this out there. Uh, I think we are the only um, community radio station program, uh, Two Smoking Guns, if you're uh, not familiar with our work, um, who have interviewed a lord. Correct. And I I'll, let you, I'll let you, you can talk us no, through that, but I just th- thought we've not only gone from a sir, we've yeah. now gone, we've had a king. Yes. Um, king of radio. Yeah. Roscoe. <laughs> king of radio. Um, and then we've had, uh, we've, we've had a sir, as in the yeah. sir we're going to talk about, or you're going to talk about. We've, um, we've had a queen. Yeah, the queen of wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. now we've got a lord. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, got a full house. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. It's, uh, uh, what do they call it? And we've got two jokes. Is it <laughs> Run by a couple of jokers. So, oh, very good. Now, what else have I got? Um, oh, I've got some weird facts for you today. I like a weird fact. And you fact. might have to also um, play the, oh, the language the, warning. The language warning. Oh, very good. Yeah. Um, We're working blue today, Scotty. Cyber hacking. You've you've talked yeah. about. Oh, now, now yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna work our way through. 
mullet dressing. We are. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, I possibly might have mullet dressed on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we all I, have I had been a, doing a bit I, of that. I was having a bit of a chat to a couple of people on Friday, and uh, uh, one bit was great, yes. uh, and the other bit, not so great. Not so good. <laughs> very good. Anyway, um, oh, and there's a piece that's just come up. Um, because I think um, uh, Dan the man or Dan whatever you want to call him. The chairman. Uh, chairman Dan has come out and said, uh, as of, I think it's Wednesday night or Thursday, if you don't wear a mask in public, um, you're going to cop a $200 fine. Oh, I saw that. Right. Now, can I just pose this question then? Hmm. Um Approximately three, three and a half months ago, there was a lot of conjecture around the fact, uh, should you or should you not wear a mask? And if memory serves, I believe that the medicos and the politicians and all of the people sort of leading the, the push to try and kill this thing said, uh, don't bother. Mm. It, uh, they don't work. doesn't mean anything. It's not going to help you. And now if you don't, now you're going to fine. Mm. So all of a sudden they work. Mm. Can you step me through that? Uh, what I think it is, it's uh, it's not determined whether the face masks actually work, but yes. I think it's the symbolism yes. of people being forced to wear them that makes them think about it when they order 25 buckets of KFC. So we all look like the people in China. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they wanted us to do, you know. Just put on a mask. So, so we all look the same. I won't be wearing a mask per se because right. if you read correctly, it says a face covering. A face covering. It doesn't have to be a mask and can be a scarf. So this has given me a great excuse to wear my St Kilda scarf out every time I go to the shopping. So I'm uh, loving that. So it, so it could be a brown paper bag. It could be anything, mate. As long with as the, with the little eyes, with the little eyes cut out. As long as it's covering your mouth hey? and your nose. That's all I care about. Yeah. Well, um, I have to tell you that. Um, I can tell you for now yes. that uh, you cannot buy a mask for love nor money. There's been a rush on them. Really. Mm-hmm. Well, the bride the other day came home with what looked like um, an oxyacetylene welding mask. <laughs> it's this thing that literally wrapped around her head. It went down to about her navel. Yeah, um, it's got windscreen it. wipers on it. It's that big. <laughs> so anyway, she said, what do you think about that? And I said, well, last time I checked, I think the germs can sort of go around the side and up the middle. And But anyway, uh, if you sneeze, you've only got to clean the inside of it. <laughs> anyway, no, all good, mate. We're in for Ripping of this, show. there was a young lady um, who was walking the tan, and uh, this is my favourite story. Oh. It's gone viral, This um, the woman from Brighton, Jodie from Brighton, her name is. Jodie from Brighton. And, um, you know, she uh, was quoted on the television, you get sick of walking the same streets, you know, I've done all of Brighton. Oh. <laughs> and Dan's responded, the chairman's gone, if walking your local streets is boring, well, being bored is much better than being in intensive care. Whack! Whackity whack, whackity whack. So she's uh, Jodie Grollo, the daughter of uh, Bruce Bruce Matheson. Oh, and married to a Grollo. Oh, she's married to she married to Daniel. Married to Gianni. Gianni. Okay. I'm not He's related to the legends Bruno and Reno Grollo. Yeah. Well, um, Daniel's the Daniel's the man of the minute, I think, who's running the the, the empire. But um, anyway, I'm sure his brother's got a foot in there somewhere. Dan's doubled down on his comment. He's gone, I've got a I've got a very clear message to every single Victorian, particularly some of those featured on social media. <laughs> Whether you're in Broadmeadows or Brighton, yes. stay at home means stay at home. Stay at home. So uh, he's gone whack to her, but I tell you what, the, the, the amount of memes 
the amount of um, commentary I've had on this through the through the WhatsApps and the, oh, uh, yeah. the, the the feedback. Someone's actually mapped out all the streets in Brighton. It's fifty two point three k's of streets in yeah. Brighton. So she's very fit. Oh, and she's say, done all of Brighton. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, I just love the fact she's done all of Brighton. <laughs> take, take that as you will. Yeah, well, that's right. I didn't have. I didn't have. I don't, another one I saw, which was lovely, said, "When I grow up, I want to do all of Brighton." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I suppose no, we, she's, she's hit the she's hit the headlines, and and she's probably oh, she's either uh, loving the notoriety. Um, yeah. She's either one of those types of people, yeah. or she's um, she's deeply ashamed. I did. Uh, I did see a little piece about um, the Aspen Five. Oh, yes. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah, yes. I left it alone. Left that yeah, alone. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite local yes. <laughs> to, to here. Very local. But anyway, they uh, they're now saying that local they're, real estate agent. They're, they're carrying the antibodies that'll solve the world apparently because yes. they've been in to see a professor, blood professor, and they, you yes. know they're going to hook them up somewhere. And yes. but anyway, oh, yeah, they just can't I, uh, resist having the extra moment in the spotlight. I fell asleep reading it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just uh, left it at that old. No, mate. you leave all that stuff alone. <clears throat> no, but mate. we uh, we should be serious just for a second. The government are saying that we need to wear masks. So uh, if yes. it, if it helps, if it helps one person, let's knock it over. Then uh, let's just do it. Get behind it and knock stop it going and playing Pokemon in public. Yes, and stop having gatherings. Mm. And because before we know it, we're already we're going to be locked into our postcodes, well, which means that I won't be able to come here. No, that's right. Right. I'll have to. I'll have to park on the other I'll side to, of the highway. I'll have to phone you and in, and you'll have to phone me in. You'll have to right? get through the uh, checkpoint on the oh, highway. Goodness me! So yeah. anyway, and uh, and so your music theme today has well, been influenced by Mr. Gadinsky. So I'll, I'll go there right now because um, this is great news for Australian music. Excellent, and Mr. G- Mr. Michael Gadinsky is so, a legend. He should be. He should, he should be, be knighted. He should be knighted. He's he a legend. Be. Yep. So um, he's got a new show that he's been behind, and it's called The Sound. Yes, the brainchild of Michael Gadinsky. And um, the first episode is on tonight at 5.30. Perfect. On the ABC, so I've already pre-recorded it. Excellent. Um, and he's got a host, Jane Gazzo, who used to do recovery. And uh, she's, yep. she's operating from home, as, as you do. right? And there's a lot of pre-recorded stuff, obviously, given the, the state of these times. Yep. But um, it's going to have a weekly tribute song, which yeah, is yeah. what I love. This yeah. is great. And the tribute this week is for Greedy Smith. Oh, Sadly, yeah. departed yeah, yeah. Greedy Smith. Yeah. Mental as anything, fame. Yep. Uh, and that song is going to be sung by Colin Hay from Men ah, at Work. Man so at he's, work. he's doing a tribute song for um, for Greedy. I'm not sure whether it's a an old mental song or whether he's invented a song. Right. Um, but anyway, um, we'll we'll find out. Excellent. And that's great. And then it also features um, Eskimo Joe. I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's got um, an exclusive clip from Nick Cave's solo concert, which is on later this week. And I love Nick Cave. And he's got a stream. He's pre-recorded a concert in a in an amphitheatre or a palace hall yes. that goes live on Thursday in all various time zones. Wow. And you can't pre-watch it. You just have to watch it live. Right. So I don't know what time it's on. Didn't he, uh, didn't he make one uh, with uh, one said Kylie Minogue where she was flapping all around a yes, pond? Yes, that was <laughs> called Where the Wild Roses Grow. And was he Nick Cave and the Reptiles back no, then? No, he was Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, Bad Seeds. So you're talking about Nick Barker. Oh, Nick Barker and the Reptiles. Yes. Yeah, I've got my... getting I've, a little I've, confused. I've you're got, getting your Nicks confused. I've got my Nicks on a knot. <laughs> yes, you have. So the show tonight also features a local Australian little hip-hop Artist called Benno. Yeah, it's got Mark Seymour on. Oh, I love Mark Seymour. The DMAs, they're a good little yeah, band. Yeah, yep. 
Lime Cordial, who are a little duo, yeah. uh, Kate Sobrano and Steve Kilby from yeah, the Kate. church. Play. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. um, nice. So that's going to be a good little show. That's a sweet um, spot for you. That's that, what we that's, want. That's going to have you front and centre for sure. And he wants the sound to give Australian artists of all eras national attention, especially at a time when many cannot tour. He said, I hope we can help expose Australian artists. Commercial radio can be slow to get behind local songs. Spotify is international influence, but there's so much great talent in Australia. We want to take that to the next level. So it's all about promoting Australian music. So a very, very worthwhile cause. Totally. And this show and this, and this radio station is a massive supporter of local Australian music. Yes. Which I'm proud to be associated yes, with. Indeed. So this, this show should receive our full attention and support. Absolutely. And all of those artists I just mentioned before, um, you're going to hear from them today because that's my song influence for the day. Excellent. Inspired by Mr. Ganinsky's show uh, on 5.30 today. Right. So um, you'll be hearing shortly from uh, Nick Cave. And so, sorry, just refresh me. Which network? It's on the ABC. Oh, the ABC. The National yeah, Broadcaster. No, the National Broadcaster. Yeah, it's yeah, the National Broadcaster. So you'll be hearing a bit of Nick Cave today. You'll be hearing a bit of DMAs. You'll be hearing yep. a bit of Eskimo Joe. You've got some Mark Seymour for A bit me. of the Mentals and a bit of the Church today. Oh, yeah, okay. So you're going to be well... You'll, you'll rec- see, this is good for you, Scotty, because you'll recognise half the songs and you won't recognise the other half. Well, we'll see how we go. See how you go. We'll see how we go. See how you go. All right. Um, so the other news of the day, which is um, I know you're very proud of, was um, our good friend of the show, Sir Ian Botham. Our great mate, Beefy. Cross out the Sir. Oh, yeah, that's Install right. Lord. Lord. Lord of and the realm. Sincere congratulations, uh, Mr Botham. How that amazing is, is that? That is outstanding. So he's, he's obviously was um, dubbed Sir Ian in was. 2007 for his services to charity. Yep. You know, obviously, we talked to him about that. He raised millions of pounds for his walks yep. for uh, leukaemia, leukemia. etc., and yep. also for winning the Ashes many times against Australia. Yep. He, he got it for that, I'm sure. Yeah. And um, he um, obviously an outstanding all-rounder, la-la-la, but uh, he's getting uh, the Boris Johnson's... Um, making him a lord yep. of the realm yep. as a reward for his support of Brexit. Yes. Now, if you recall, we, we had quite a discussion with him when we, we interviewed him um, about Brexit. Yes. And he was very clear in his view about you know, basically saying, just get the heck on with it, um, to words to that effect. But He, uh, yeah, he, he publicly backed it and he appeared yeah. alongside Boris um, before the referendum. Yep. Um, so he's in full support of that. And this is his reward that he gets. So yeah. he'll be... He'll be among 30 new life peers announced by Boris uh, to mark his first year at 10 Downing Street. So he's been there a year, Boris. That's interesting. Hmm. So um, Lord Ian Botham. Lord. So uh, he gets elevated to the peerage. That's called the peerage. peerage. So so he loses the sir. And he gets gets surpassed by the lord. Yeah. Lord top sir. Oh, wow. Paper rock scissors. Yeah. Yeah. Lord. What about Sir Lord Ian Botham? Sir Lord. <laughs> Sir Lord Ian Botham. <laughs> I don't know whether they can use two. Well, I don't know. It don't just know. It seems it's a bit great. of a shame that you, you get You can't just Sir rack up all got, these. You've got this plaque on the wall yeah. and, you know, congratulations, and you managed to keep your head through the ceremony without the Queen taking it off. And, Sir Lord. But now, was Lord it, so, Sir. So uh, does, he get, uh, does he get the sword treatment again to become a Lord? What's the process of becoming a Lord? Surely gets a nice gown. Or does he just go get out and nice get on gown, the... Or does he go and get on the sauce with Boris and have some yum char or something. Just get a gown and a hat. You know, a gown and a hat. Oh, yeah, he gets like the, oh, is that the big one? Well, has it got a feather and all I the things it, that hang off it? I reckon it's probably got all that. Is it? You know? Or yeah. is it like a judge's wig? 
Where's he got the... <laughs> You've got to wear silly pants on no, a week now. made him a QC, Scotty. It's well, just a law. I'll tell you what, right. then uh, let that be my homework for the week. What is the uh, what is the procedure? Yes, what what to, is the to, ceremony to, be a lord. to become a lord? So right. well, the other great news through the week was um, Sir Tom. Sir Tom. Our How great friend Tom Moore, the 100-year-old Tom Moore, who yeah. um, obviously... Um, Held the nation captivated when he did a hundred laps of his garden yep. to raise a thousand pounds, but ended up raising thirty-three million for the NHS. Yeah, he started in nineteen thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. But so uh, what a um, man he is! Hey, he's been given a, a Sir Tom by yep. Queen Elizabeth yep. and tapped, tapped, the, tapped on the shoulder with the um, the sword. Yep, and um, the. Um, the World War II veteran was not required to kneel. Instead, Moore steadied himself on his now-famous walker. He told the BBC before the ceremony that he would not kneel because if I did, I'd never get You'd up again. never get up again. Now, there's a little piece that just comes off the back of that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, there's two pieces. One, he was asked what the Queen said to him. Yeah. And he said, none of your business, yeah. basically. Yeah. He said, what, what, what goes between the, the Queen, queen and I stays it. between the Queen and I. Yeah, well, that was the Queen saying it, actually. Um, but then he said, apparently, that the Queen had then invited him. Um, it would appear sort of un, uh, uh, not prearranged, yeah. potentially. Um, would you like to come for afternoon tea? Yeah. And old Tommy said, uh, nah, sorry, ma'am, I've actually got a little function to go to with the family. So he's taken the sir, he's, uh, he's cranked up the wheels on the zizzer frame, and uh, he's gone straight to back back home with the family to celebrate. No so, cucumber sandwiches for the queen, he's gone home for Can you imagine? That is just Brilliant. absolutely outstanding. So, All right. uh, so well done to those two, that's fantastic He wanted news. to raise a thousand pounds. Yeah, I know. He's raised 56 million, yeah. 33 million pounds. Brilliant. Isn't Brilliant. Oh, that's Brilliant. unbelievable. Mate, we must uh, take a quick break and hear from uh, our sponsors. We'll look after our sponsors. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of this. Good job. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502-1414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. So what did you do on the weekend? Oh, you know, just stayed at home, acted as a taxi for the kids. Mm. <laughs> There's just never enough time to get things done. You? I, I went hiking and canoeing with the kids and got qualified as a snorkeling instructor. But I know what you mean, the weekend's really are too short. You did all that? Yeah. I mean, why should the kids have all the fun? Join Scouts as a leader. You'd love it. Oh, the kids would too. Do it. Just go to joinscouts.com.au. To keep us all safe and to help our health workers, it's vital to know quickly if you've come in contact with someone who has tested positive for coronavirus. It's why we've introduced the COVID Safe app, 
With your privacy protected by law, COVIDSafe keeps a secure note of other users you've been near if you have to go out. So, if they test positive for coronavirus, you'll be notified. It'll help us stop the spread sooner so we can get back to the things we love. Download COVIDSafe today. Authorised by the Chief Medical Officer, Canberra. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. The winter cream, the juniper, the cornflower and the chicory. Well, all of the words you said to me are still vibrating in my head. The elmiers and the linden tree, the dark and deep enchanted sea, the trembling moon and the stars unfurled. Well, there she goes, my beautiful world. 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 There she goes again. John Wilmot and his poetry. Get on your feet, brother, and blow it. 
and if you got a field that don't yield, go well, get up now and uh, hope it. Uh, look at you, yeah, look at me, and deep in our hearts, babe, we're knowing that you want much of a news, but then uh, I want much of a Sends chills up your spine listening to Nick Cave. There you go. Oh, he's got a very distinct that. voice, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's a genius, yeah. mate. Good yeah. Caulfield grammar boy. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, only a couple of years older than us, but he's a genius. And um, he's got a live stream concert on Thursday. So I'd urge people who are fans of, uh, of lyrical geniuses like Nick Cave to have a good listen to that. But that was, of course, There She Goes, My Beautiful World, off that. He had a great album called Abattoir Blues, Liar of Orpheus, and uh, it's a really good album. If you like Nick Cave, listen to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there you go. He doesn't get a lot of airplay. He doesn't get yeah. enough because no. he's a he, piano player, great lyricist, yeah. great band, that sound with the horns and yeah. the singers in the background. I couldn't tell you the Epic. last time. I, Epic. I couldn't tell you the last time I actually heard a Nick Cave song. You know, and I've, I've been flicking around a bit lately, you know, not uh, not just sticking to one or two particular stations. In fact, I even, I, you'll be impressed with this. Mm-hmm. I even went and listened to the Jays the other day. Did you? Yep. You haven't listened to three PBS, uh, Scotty? You don't find your way into that one? No, I haven't got to the PBS yet. Right. That's um, a good little, good little station. Triple R. Um, yeah. No, but I was listening to a little bit of the Jays the other day Very just good. to try and broaden my uh, my music content. Well, this is good. You've got broaden your musical chops. <laughs> and, uh, you're getting to me. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right that Nick Cave doesn't get enough airplay, which is why I played him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's also on tonight. On um, Mr. Gadinsky. We'll have to uh, we'll have to have a, a bit of a peek at that. Have a we? peek. Yep. Have a peek. I don't know what he'll play. It's um, be interesting. Now, um, have you got the uh, the language warning button oh, at, at your disposal? I, I actually, uh, I now, actually do. Uh, um, I, strong one. language warning. Yes. Yeah, it's not that there's so much strong language. It's some interesting language, right. uh, and there's some quite direct reference to um, uh, uh, anatomy. <laughs> right, if you like. Um, so maybe there's just sort of a general warning, but I just I came across this the other day, and then I've just been reading what people have been saying about it, and um, um, it's really about um, just how people have reacted to it, and it was just an extraordinary bunch of facts. Um, so I'm going to share them with you, if that's all right. Go. Um, so. Um, a pig's orgasm uh, lasts 30 minutes. <laughs> In brackets, oh my God. 
um, a cockroach will live nine days without its head before it starves to death. <laughs> is that right? Apparently. Oh, uh, creepy, but I'm still not over the pig. No, um, no I'm still not over the pig either. <laughs> the male praying mantis cannot copulate while its head is attached to its body. So uh, off, uh, off with your head. The female initiates uh, Kushmakundi by ripping the male's heads off, <laughs> which means no, not, not figuratively. Which means uh, he's got nine days to live because then he'll starve to death. Oh, if you go back to the first thing I said about him, he'll, he can last nine days without his head. It's not a good lifestyle. Um, I don't want to come back as a yeah. Okay. No, yes, yes. The official uh, um, initiates Kushmakundi by ripping off the male's head. Honey, I'm home. What the? <laughs> <laughs> um, the flea can jump 350 times its body length. Yeah? Uh, it's like a human jumping the length of a football field. Wow. Yeah. And then in brackets here, somebody wrote, 30 minutes, lucky pig. Can you imagine? <laughs> the catfish uh, has over 27,000 taste buds. The catfish? Yep, catfish does. Uh, and then it said, uh, possibly, what could be so tasty on the bottom of a pond? <laughs> um, some lines uh, have Kushmakundi up to 50 times a day. Uh, I still can't believe the pig. Quality <laughs> over quantity. Uh, butterflies taste with their feet. Something I always wanted oh, to know. I knew that. Did you? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Elephants are the only animal uh, on the planet that can't what? That can't... Um, smell. They can't jump. Can't jump. Nope. Elephants can't jump. And it says, okay, so that would be a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A cat's urine glows under black light. Uh, I wonder how much the government paid to figure that out. (laughs) An ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain. Uh, I know some people like that. (laughs) It says, uh, starfish have no brains. Uh, I know some more people like that. Uh, polar bears are left-handed. Are they? Really? Well, no, not really. They're left-pawed. They're left-pawed. <laughs> How do you know that? Um, oh, the, so the researcher got whacked by the left, so he assumes they're all well, left-pawed. They're all, all south-pawed. Oh. <laughs> no. uh, humans yeah. and dolphins are the only species that have Kushmakundi um, uh, for pleasure. Yeah. yeah. What about the pig? <laughs> do the dolphins know about the pig? <laughs> Now that you've smiled at least once, it's your turn to spread these crazy facts. Yeah, I just thought, you know, it. in the world of madness and all the stuff that's going on, and you flick through the first 20 pages of anything these days, and it's bad, down, off, up, yeah. in, gone, finished. So I just thought, uh, there's some fun facts yeah. that uh, we, you, we don't mate. see every day, mate. I just thought, just to keep things light and bright. Good <laughs> yeah, I like that. We'll find some more next week. No, we sure will. But um, have you heard... Have you heard about the um, the mullet dressing? Uh, well, I, I think I'm guilty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, Your mullet, Honor? You know what a mullet <laughs> Hang is. The, <laughs> that's the gavel. <laughs> the uh, mullet, of course, is the um, the upfront for business yes. and down back for pleasure. Yes. So mullet dressing is yes. a similar sort of concept when you're on the Zoom <clears throat> meeting. Yes. And you are dressed according to business regulation attire yeah, upstairs. Correct. And yep. um, uh, downstairs you've got your fluffy slippers yeah, on. Yeah, and your shorts. And your shorts. <laughs> or nothing at all. And uh, COVID-19, of course, has given rise to the new fashion phenomenon, mullet dressing. 
The evolution of mullet dressing seems to be directly linked to the use of Zoom for virtual meetings with people dressing smartly on top and then taking a more casual option (laughs) with their pants, such as leggings, tracksuit pants, or even nothing at all. Right. Hmm. Okay. The top can be seen on camera, of course. Um, given the appearance, they uh, they average have taken some care. Um, fleecy or baggy tracksuit bottoms team with a tucked-in button-up work shirt has been called classic mullet. Classic by, mullet. By local fashionistas who hope this trend, this will be a trend that passes. <laughs> <laughs> COVID-19. Oh, hang on. I reckon it just should be the new norm. <laughs> hey? Another byproduct of Zoom meetings and virtual hookups has been the unfortunate appearance of naked people in the background. Oh. Most notably, a stark naked male started... <laughs> started oh, Stop. <laughs> Oh, this is yeah, crazy. Uh, th- oh, yeah, yeah. There's a bit of bit of that going on, right? Um, and I think people have been doing it for show well, as well. Uh, well, I've been seeing sort of children walking into oh, you know yes. into into yes. the study or something while somebody's trying to do an interview. Yes, the new one is the um, the naked part, <laughs> the, the, the naked past in the background. Uh, very good. Oh, that's too good. So mullet dressing, mate. Not a fashion that we hope will continue. Well. Past this. They might need down. to just watch this space, because <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I mean, I was only thinking the other day, you know, about, um, you know, what what is what will some of the new things be that we will just not go back and do the way we used to do them? Plenty of things, I think. Yeah, I, exactly. I just, uh, it's, uh, it's a very interesting concept. And if anybody out there's got any ideas that they'd like to share with us about, um, you know, some things or new trends or, you know, something positive that's actually, well, we actually now do this better or smarter or in a different way and it's more efficient and, uh, you know, it might be cheaper, um, share it with us. So uh, we've got an SMS in here. We do. Uh, and it's 0404 Um So if you've got anything you want to share with us, uh, feel free and we'll uh, we'll chuck it out there and so let, the other, let everybody ponder yeah, what the, that is. The other thing that um, won't be business as usual, as you, as you said, um, yes. post-COVID, will, um, will be this concept of how people shape suburbs and, and how buildings work. So, uh, yep. so there's an article in the paper by a local... Um, former Chief Commissioner of the Victorian Building Authority. Yes. And um, he's suggesting that planners will approach um, their suburbs with a different imagination now. Right. He believes all high-density developments will be closely considered in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Things like having a lot of people gathering in places like foyers, lifts will need to be reconsidered. People reconsidered. The towers where all the issues were, yep. uh, probably we'll see those coming down over coming years. Wow. You know? um, people will place a higher value on suburban living as they will feel more safe and secure in the suburbs. Yep. And the government's planning blueprint, blueprint plan, Melbourne, aims to put medium and high density housing developments near services, jobs and public transport um, to, produce, to reduce urban sprawl and create walkable communities. Um, but uh, this uh, this gentleman's suggesting that those high density developments will need to be re-examined. Right. Yep. So, um, because obviously they're seen as perfect COVID conductors with all their narrow corridors, corridors and shared lifts and <laughs> commodores, <laughs> corridors, <laughs> commodores. So, um, so um, yeah, and, and one of Australia's acting chief medical officer, Paul Kelly, called the towers vertical cruise ships. Oh, wow! So, um, so that's that's that high rise model has obviously been driven by 
short-term residential accommodation, visitor accommodation, student accommodation, etc. So we're seeing yep. now with all the Chinese students not here yep. that they'll be reimagined potentially. Yeah. Um, so, um, but if they're not going to build up and they're going to, sort of, then they'll have to build out. Does that not lend itself to additional sort of urban sprawl or suburban spread? Potentially, but he's suggesting that um, the, the concept of a 20-minute neighbourhood policy, so which encourages people to live, work and exercise within a 20-minute walking or cycling distance of home would be a, a more important model going forward, yeah, but what's the, what's the practicality of that, though? I don't know. don't know. Hmm. But, um, you know, another planning... Body says the magnetic pull of cities would remain after the pandemic because cities bounce back and the nature of cities is they're attractive for people to live and they gravitate towards the city. So yep. I don't know that it's um, it's going to be some interesting planning changes, I think, going forward. Yeah, it's uh, that's an interesting concept. Um, and, and if you even think about uh, when things do start to get back to normal, um, at whatever point that is, you know, how are they going to handle 5,000 people that might work in one very big commercial tower in the city that all need to get to their desk at about you know, 8 o'clock, 8.30? So, uh, what, you, it's two people at a time in a lift? It's interesting, I mean, Yeah, if you think about that, it could take you three hours to get to your office mm. and then three hours to get down to the ground floor. You might as well stay at home and work there. Have a roster to go up the lift. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Might have to be choppered in and come down the in the via the rooftop or something. Oh, anyway, we'll um, we'll talk. I've got some more on that actually after the break. So we'll just take a quick message and talk more about that interesting area. Right, on, mate. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502-1414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. Hi, James Rain here, Ambassador for the Leukaemia Foundation. Every hour, someone is diagnosed with leukaemia, lymphoma or myeloma. And every two hours, someone loses their life to blood cancers. You can help the Leukaemia Foundation by making a donation, volunteering, payroll giving, joining or hosting a Leukaemia Foundation event or leaving a gift in your will. The Leukaemia Foundation. Call 1-800-620-420 or visit leukaemia.org.au. And remember, great things happen when Australians give. In times like these, you can watch your favourite artists from the comfort of your living room, from their home to yours. But when it comes to the real thing, it takes an army of workers to help put a concert on. They can't work right now, but they're ready and waiting to do it all again. Until then, you can support the artists and the crew behind the scenes by donating to Support Act. the heart and hand of Australian music. Too many people with a mental health condition see no way out. Eight people die by suicide each day in Australia. Three million are living with anxiety or depression. Beyond Blue Support Service is here to help. Your donation can help save lives.
slowly Sign of reflection Cued by a goddess I'm loaded and ready More than I wanna Step up the morphine and uh, welcome back to Two Smoking Guns. And that was the DMA, Scotty. Oh, now you Good you've... young Australian trip. Tri- they're a, uh, what do you call them? A three-piece. A trio. Looking, a trio. A trio. I was looking for that. Uh, Good well, little band. We've got me early, because I've, nev- I've not heard that before. Yeah, well, you'll hear a bit of them tonight. Right. Should listen. All right. Well, now, I'm to- well, I'm tossing out. Yeah, we'll watch a bit of that, yeah. but uh, we'll have to go and have a peek at the footy, too, I would think so. Yeah, well, it was a good game that I left. Um, anyway, um, we were talking um, before the um, that song and the break about uh, the reimagining of um, of the landscape in Victoria, yep. and I was also noted the other day that there's a there's a bit of property um, significant value drop in some of the CBD's high density towers, Scotty, because yes. there's fifty five thousand one hundred and thirty three Chinese students that aren't here. Is that right? Is it? Is, is that's the number? Fifty-five thousand. Fifty-five thousand were enrolled in Victorian education at the start of the year. So they're and they're not here. So they're all in the homeland. Well, and the Chinese uh, government calls for students to avoid Australia. Uh, oh. Mm. And um, the only real hope of the side is that um, they can get some Hong Kong visas out here. So does that mean that they've ripped all their fees out too? And therefore, they're not paying any fees over here. Now, that would be that would create a fairly substantial dent in the uh, coffers. I would have thought of it, the uh, Sydney University. It's suggested in this article quite sensibly that uh, Victoria and Melbourne University should diversify away from Chinese students. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, no really, really. Well, I mean, so, what it teaches um, you, I mean, and and that's actually case in point, though, isn't it? Because until such time as the status quo is different. And all of a sudden, somebody says, "So, what would you do?" Um, you know, and, and you you probably like to think that at some point in time, somebody is part of the committee or might have said, "You know what? What happens if we actually go to war potentially, or something, or and have the pandemic like we've got? What if fifteen thousand students stop coming to this university?" What's the impact? What are we going to do? Well, correct. So there's no plan B is what it shows. No plan B, mate. No. No plan B. Anyway. So we're talking about China. No extrapolation. China. China. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you because they're picking a few oh, fights. Yeah, they are, aren't they? So, yeah. so this, are these, this, is current, this is the current battlefront, they're right? They're getting a bit, like, a bit antsy. This is like Battleship, Scotty. Remember playing oh, Battleship I, as mate, a child? I, no, don't worry. Not as a child, mate. As an adult, <laughs> I've got it at home. It's very good. Very good. It's I a like great little game. Yeah. So this is Chinese battleships, oh, right? Oh, righto. So China, Australia. So obviously um, the relations have soured of late. Um, they have soured. Clearly we've banned the Chinese telecommunication. Who are we? Yep. I think that's how you we, pronounce we it. Were. We were. We were. <laughs> Is it we were or we were. So obviously our push for the global, ScoMo's push for the inquiry and yep. the source of the, the Kung flu. <laughs> it hasn't helped. And they've obviously... Done a few trade strikes back on the beef and the barley. Yep, students and tourists. Yep, as we just said. Yep, and uh, now they've accused us. They've accused us of meddling in for, in the in the Hong Kong issue because we've offered student visas uh, right. to some of the Hong Kong people. Right. So China, Australia. That's uh, that's yeah. Battleship One, Battleship Two, China, Japan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This has been going on for some time. Th- these could be new games, you know. Yeah. That, I mean, you can actually go and buy a game, Stop you know, World of Warcraft, Australia v China, <laughs> and, just, and play battleships. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
you're onto something. Hey? So, having said that, this yes. is all about the Chinese submarine, oh, not, not battleship, oh, right. that's passed within a few miles of Japanese territorial waters in June. Gee, really? And the Senkaku Islands in the East China Sea are a flashpoint. Uh, and Japan is considering offensive military capability for the first time since World War Two. Wow. So China and Japan. China and South Korea. Yeah. South Korea's increased spending on jet fighters after Seoul accused Chinese bombers of intruding into its airspace and had to scramble fighters in response. So they've picked a fight there. Yeah. China-Vietnam. Having a blue there. Chinese vessel rammed a Vietnamese fishing boat in the South China Sea. Escalating long-running tensions over the disputed area. There's a lot of disputed areas yeah. going on here. Well, I don't think they're in dispute. I think they just go and muck up their water and just uh, go. Well, come yeah. on, bring it on. And, uh, and Vietnam is also banned. Wowie. Ah. Yeah. China, India. This is a big one. Uh, you know? China, when India. two sides go to war. You know that old wow. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? Yeah, uh, two sides go to war. Uh, I don't know. Frankie and the question was that Frankie notice? goes to Hollywood. Yeah, okay. Um, Twenty soldiers were oh, killed. Oh yes, well, yeah, Frankie. Yeah. yeah, correct. Twenty soldiers were killed in hand-to-hand combat in the Himalayas during a border dispute in June. Right. Uh, the, tri- tr- the conflict triggered a boycott of Chinese products and a ban on fifty-nine Chinese <gasps> phone apps. India is expected to invite Australia to join the US and Japan for naval exercises this year as part of a strategy to contain China. Uh huh. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. China and Bhutan. Um, so that's what's their beef with Bhutan? Uh, Bhutan, <laughs> China ob- objected to a grant what for the, the Sakting <laughs> Wildlife Sanctuary in eastern Bhutan. Oh, come on! After claiming the area was disputed, right? So that's just that's air yeah, land disputes. Yeah. China, US. I think we know what's going uh, on there. Yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, tit yeah. for tat sanctions yeah. and Huawei and human rights and currency manipulation and yeah. small things like militarization of the South China Sea yeah. and. Uh, Hacking, small things. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know. China, Canada. Well, all, all in a day's work. Well, why not? China, Canada can have a go at each other. Oh, what? Um, What's their beef? That's Canada detained uh, Huawei executive Meng Wanzhou over allegations she breached international sanctions. Right. China charged in response a Canadian diplomat and a businesswoman with espionage in June. Oh, where, are they still with us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, well, no, no, I mean... Can't the, say too much. Right, Okay. China, UK. So he's picked a fight with Boris. Oh, yeah, he's That's over Hong Kong, clearly. Boris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's just envious. And Boris, Boris last, last week has just done a, done, done a double backflip with a half a pike and yes. banned the 5G network, Huawei. we? Yes, he has. Yes. So he's done that. China, Germany. <laughs> so not stopping oh, anywhere. Man. They've had a crack at Germany. You've Germany, mentioned- Germany hasn't banned Huawei, um, but there's tensions over Hong Kong. And uh, they're a bit wary of the Chinese, the Germans. And just to finish off, they've had a crack at France as well, China. Oh, hang on. Uh, France has backed Germany's call for a European-wide response to Hong Kong. The Chinese ambassador to Paris was summoned in April over offensive remarks about France's handling of the pandemic. And then not, and then they've had a crack at Sweden. Who has a crack at Sweden, of all people? They're the most Peaceful, gentle people on the planet, Swedish aren't they? Swedish citizen Gung Minhai, a Hong Kong bookseller, was jailed for 10 years in February after being accused by Beijing of providing intelligence overseas. I'll tell you what. So I, I have picked a fight with everybody at the moment. No, I'll, I'll, I'll go one step further. They've got after all the A-listers. <laughs> yeah, they certainly have. 
<laughs> well, I, and, and of course, have you seen, uh, and you, you could not have missed it, uh, in terms of an advertisement. What, what was the largest advertisement you reckon you saw in the paper this weekend? In either paper? Oh, I saw a big one from Optus. Yeah, keep going. Qantas? No. Telstra? No. Think of, um, think of an app. <sighs> Coronavirus app? What if I, what if I gave you the last word and it was talk? Oh, the TikTok, yes. So you know, haven't I, they, um, you know accused... who owns TikTok? Yes, that hasn't, hasn't that been? Uh, there's rumours, rumours. Yep, <clears throat> getting a call through from Barrington Toffington. Uh, allegedly, allegedly rumours yep. yep. that it's a, uh, a device for um, listening, ob- ob- obtaining data. A lots of data. Mm. Now, I happened to be uh, on social media during the week, and there were a couple of young chaps that caught my attention a lot. And they said, these are the seven things that you need to do to your phone immediately, immediately, in order to stop what I talked about last weekend, the bride at home, who was talking about getting dog socks and then got an ad... For that, the next morning, as well as the uh, as well as the beanbag, um, and only today we were looking up um, the, the dogs are the dogs are getting a bit. Uh, I, I think they're a bit uh, they've got cabin fever, <laughs> so the dogs get fed twice a week at home. But anyway, uh, said old mate. Um, King Charles Spaniel has becoming quite accustomed to wanting a sort of a, a mid-afternoon snack, right. you know, just a, a little in-betweener, and he sort of lets you know with in no uncertain terms. So I said, uh, I said to the bride, um, I've got the solution. Just go and you, go and buy. I won't name the animal, but there's a particular hoof that's very robust and takes some time to get through it. I'm talking weeks. So anyway. Um, She's gone. She sent me a message saying, brilliant, it's worked, and he's chewing on his bone. Point being, when I was researching where she should go and buy them, uh, I was doing that on my computer. And then uh, I've uh, gone back into Facebook, and there's an ad for um, Oh, that happens who's. all the time. That happens all yeah. the time. So, but, but your seven top tips for tech talk... I need to step you through um, those. You do, because I tried to do some of those, right. and I didn't know how to, but no. it makes not, not good radio. No, no. it's Well, it's sort <laughs> of not, but I mean... potentially but, uh, to come prepared next week. Yeah, with, with well, I, I will do that, because, I mean, in fact, and I'll tell you the piece that becomes a little bit scary is when you go into, you know, something like your your, your privacy uh, setting. Yes. Uh, and then you end up down the bottom, uh, and it's got a little uh, a little bar there, and it says Anal- analytics and improvements. Mm. If you open that up and you've got share iPhone analytics, you're buggered. Right. Well, you'd so to take me through uh, I'll, I'll I'll step you through after the show, but I've literally now gone back through my phone and turned off almost everything that was on. Hmm. And it's, it's, so it's just a phone now. And I, yeah, it's actually just a phone. <laughs> just a yeah, phone. no, it doesn't do anything else. <laughs> yep, yep, and it rings like an old phone because yeah, I've made good. Yeah, so just so I've got a proper but phone. It 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 scared it absolutely scared the pants off me because he it, and there's layers within layers. Right, oh, yeah. so you go and turn something off. You've actually got to keep going, yeah. and you'll find there's five other things that are similar to that that do the same job. That's sending all the information back. They said first and foremost, turn off your location services, right? Because they, they, then they know where you're going, what you're walking past, 
And that's why you just keep getting stuff. You go, hang on, I was only thinking about that the other day, or you know, and all of a sudden, you there it is on your screen. So I will. I'll go back and find the video. Do that, and I'll find the link to it because um, it was the most informative thing and scariest thing I've seen for a very long it makes time. You a little bit paranoid. Yeah, well, it, it you know, and then you think about all the stuff you do online with your banking these days and whatnot. Oh, you just think. I mean, I, you know, I've got a, a, a relative um, who works in IT, and he said to me, if you don't change your password on everything you've got every month and make it at least between 15 and 20 characters, he said, good luck to you. Mm. So therefore, you can't just go, oh, I think I'll have, um, you know, Granny Smith as my password. Or something, yeah. um, because it's uh, that all the common stuff is just gets run through computers and <laughs> anyway. Well, on that note, so Scotty, I'll come back to you on next that week. Note, I'll find these young blokes. In further alarming news, okay. and I don't mean to be alarmist, but um, He's a bit alarmist. It, it was, mate, a bit scary, but uh, stand by because neither the government nor the private sector are adequately prepared for a full-scale cyber war. A cyber security expert says. Despite the ever-growing threat, Australia is asleep at the wheel, uh, according to Cyber Centre Director Nigel Fair. He said countries like China wanted to acquiesce other nations to test how robust their systems are for potential later disruption, while thieves were planting viruses by the day to steal money and identities. The attacks have always been there, but they have become more volumetric, stealthier. And payloads and outcomes from them are much harsher. Stealthier. Mm, stealthier. Mm, okay. So the federal government's spending $1.3 billion, uh, and, and plan to employ 500 new cyber spies. Yeah, mate, it's the, it's the flavour of the month, I'll tell you. I mean, it was only a few weeks back that they hacked into the, uh, the government stuff and uh, old ScoMo had to come out and say, no, 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 it's all okay, nothing to see here, but I think it, I think it scared the pants off them, frankly. Australian companies are being fleeced of a million dollars a day. Yeah, huh? great. And they're calling in their own white hat hackers to fight off cyber attacks as state-sponsored cyber criminals, largely from China and Russia, Steal secrets. Now, there's a good article in the paper about all this, but um, I want to take you through who is hunting us, right? Okay. And there's there's a few of them. They're called Advanced Persistent Threats, EPTs. Do they have scary names? They have scary names. Oh. Stand by. Okay. All right. So, um, actually, stand by. Um, I'll come back to this. We'll just take a quick ad, oh. and we'll be right back. Okay. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502 1414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. From Sandringham to South Yarra, you're listening to Southern FM. Well, you get sick of walking the same streets. I, you know, I've done, I've done all of Brighton. <laughs> oh, I'll sneak that one in. He's done all of Brighton. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we talked about her earlier. Uh, now, back to this, back to this. So the first <laughs> scary name of these advanced persistent threats. Yes. Um, is, is, is something known as Stone Panda. Stone Panda? There's also Red Apollo and yep. Potassium. These are right. based in Tianjin, 
near Beijing and yeah. attached to the Ministry of State Security. Made headlines last year when it hacked 10 phone carriers across Asia and Europe to steal metadata. Metadata. There's another one known here, Scotty, is Kryptonite Panda. Based on the island in Hainan, uses a front of fake tech companies and targets Southeast Asian government and defence and technology companies, usually with government military contacts. No. There's one called Axiom, based in Jinan. Yep. Involves four separate technology companies working under the MSS, the Ministry of, um, what did I say before, State Security. Multiple noted hacks of companies and companies across the globe. Links to the Phantom Group. A known global hacking consortium. Right. This is another one based in Iran. They pose as university researchers or LinkedIn requests on social media platforms to deliver malware. What malware is? Malicious software. Yes. Works closely with the Iranian government for targeted operations, notably against foreign universities. Linked to the Mabda Institute, a government contractor working with the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corp. Targets Five Eyes nations, including Australia. There's another one known as Snake or Euroburos, which is based in Russia. It's one of the world's original threat actors, and they're linked to some of the other groups. They send sophisticated malware clusters for Windows and Linux systems to Australia and Asia. Works closely with Russia's FSB security service. Right. And there's another one called Nikon, based in China, Western China. Yep. Linked to the People's Liberation Army, been targeting Australia, Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, and other ASEAN countries. Right. Industrial scale targeted espionage and relentless targeted phishing campaigns. Famously hack attacked the US Navy and NASA networks. Right. So all of these groups are having a crack, um, and they're so organised, they work public service office hours, they're employed by these these states yeah. and then at night um, they go and moonlight yeah. and do their own hacking to make an extra buck or two yeah, great which is great awesome <laughs> so um, there's a whole bunch of people now getting a very very serious about trying to defend this um, and there's a whole range in the rise of anti um, anti-hacking companies um, occurring but mate I read this article and there were tingles going up my spine um, but it's the big four. It's China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea. Yeah. Uh, what they're looking for and what they're trying to do are different things. They're different groups. They're state-based. They're organised. And they, um, they're they stealing a tremendous amount of money and data from, from the world. And I said to my family the other day, the next, the next war isn't a, a war with guns, mate. No, no, no. It's no, a buttons. war of buttons. Of, uh, of buttons. And, uh, yeah. and they can hack in. They can shut down. Yep. Hospitals, well, they just take, take they just take of control of everything that's, that, that's run by computers, which these days is everything. So now I'm scared officially, um, not about the coronavirus. I'm more scared about this, and mm. I would like you to reinvent <laughs> tech talk, right, and help me understand how we defend against all of this great man. And after many months, um, we stand by as we now bring you tech talk. Tech talk. <laughs> that's right. So I'll invent a sting for that, but right. Oh, I read that and I went, um, we're in a bit of trouble here. And, and I'll tell you yeah. what, we don't want to spend any more money on submarines. We want to spend a lot more money on, you know, cyber, uh, um, cyber defence. So uh, I'll tell you what the scary part will be is when you, you get up to go and uh, you, know, you need to go and uh, go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and then your fridge starts to talk to you <laughs> and says, 
What do you think you're doing, do you think? Rutsy? <laughs> Open the pod. Yeah. Open yeah. the pod door. I've now. made sure there's enough paper in there for you, Rutsy. Open the pod door. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, that's uh, so there's chilling. so much to comprehend you know that, that you almost glaze over, don't Not you? Not to because... mention half the words, right? Because you've got to f- figure out what half the words mean. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you the, the the lighter side of all this. I just think uh, Kryptonite Pandas a fantastic name for a band. Oh, what a good punk. That'd be a good punk. <laughs> hey, Kryptonite, Kryptonite Panda. Panda. Yeah. That's like killing Heidi. Mate, I reckon you know, I reckon they're going to put a little uh, ownership over uh, kryptonitepanda.com.au and uh, see how you go. Yeah, they, they probably might, I do a bit might of, hack in and steal my patent. I do a bit of that, you know. What? I've just got a whole bunch of names of things that I've just got. Do you? Mm. Did you patent coronavirus? Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I had some many years ago. Oh. Uh, I was actually thinking about the world of shopping, and this is a long time ago. I'm talking about in 1997, right? And uh, I went and got a whole bunch of names. Um, I actually went and registered things like um, shopping at chadston.com.au and shopping in chapelstreet.com.au. And they all expired before I knew what to do with them. <laughs> uh, but no, I've got uh, and I've got a couple up my sleeve. I bought I bought a couple the other day when I just had a, a, a thought about something and I saw something to do with um, flying and shopping, uh, which was an interesting concept because it was all about um, well, flybys. No, 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 no. This is all about doing your shopping while you're sitting on the aeroplane. Ah, and uh, much of that going on. These uh, days. So you fly back from Sydney and you go, well, I need a couple of steaks and I need some veggies, and you send the order through, and uh, it gets delivered to the airport, and then you take it home. No, well, you don't get it delivered home, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. Cut it out was the actually, middle yeah. Well, but there was it, it. It hadn't got off. It hadn't sort of. Ah. They were they were trialling it, and I was very surprised as to the names that I was able to secure. And they are still active. Very good. Anyway, there you go. Just a little thought. Oh, well, um, I'm, I'm and, going to play a little song. Okay. And because then, after that, yeah. I'll tell you what we, we haven't done for a long time is um, talk about some of the other shows that are on um, Southern FM. Yeah. And, um, and you know, shows that are coming up after us and even tomorrow morning. And uh, so for those that listen to our show but uh, might not be familiar with some others, we're just going to have a, a quick promo of some of those after the song. Yeah. And uh, see how we go. So another song um, inspired by the new show that's on tonight. Good. Which is called The Sound. Yep. Um, Eskimo Joe. Oh, I love a bit of yeah. Eskimo. Good band. Yep. Just so under pain 
we go. A bit of Eskimo Joe there yep. for you, Scotty. No, oh, love a bit of that. The sea. No. It's an early one. It's an early track. They've had a few since then, but I like that one. Good uh, good sound they push good out. Good sound. Absolutely. And, um, mate, I've, I've got... Can I go with... This is the feel-good story of the week for me. Oh, okay. And I'm, I like a feel-good story because you don't often get... Good stories in the paper. Not lately, anyway. Not lately, right? No, we need a good. We so need, for, always need a feel. Good. I just thought I'd just do a bit of light and shade because that last piece on the cyber war scared me so. So I wanted to feel a bit better about myself. You just need to. You just need a little hug, don't I you? I need a hug <laughs> and I need a curry. Right? So this next one's about curries, but importantly, free curries. Oh, free curries. So this is a great story, right? So yeah. this is a story about. Um, a gentleman called Manpreet Singh. He's the Vice President of the Sikh Volunteers Australia. I've heard of them. So right. what they do, they've got a little slogan called Love All and Share All, right? Yeah. And what they do down in Frankston, yeah. and I think Turidan, yeah. is twice a week they uh, they distribute uh, their dishes for free to, you know, homeless people or people who are hungry. Or, right. Because or, apparently, and I didn't know this, um, so every day's a school day, um, this is a central tenet of Sikhism, which is um, ah. which is providing for people in need. Everywhere in the world, if you go to a Sikh um, Sahib temple, yeah. you'll get free food. This oh. is called langa in the Sikh faith, Mr. Singh says. Right. The philosophy of selfless service, or seva, seva yeah. has seen Sikh Volunteers Australia, which operates out of a large kitchen at their community centre in Devon Meadows, mobilised to deliver food to needy groups impacted by the global pandemic. When the first lockdown shut all their food vans, they've um, they've begun delivering free meals each night in Casey, Frankston and Daniel. So wow. international students, elderly, single mums, homeless people, yeah. self-isolating people, they text their orders in and uh, they get their, their meals delivered for really? free. Really? So how good is this? This is a great, great story of, of a community doing really good stuff. So where do, where do they get their funding from? Um, I don't know. Donations, I, I guess. Donations, I guess. Um, You'd like to think that maybe the municipality might sort of throw them a couple of shekels you if can't they're trying this to look. Guy down. What he does during the day, he, yep. he, he's a driver for people with disabilities. Wow! And he's been stood down during the lockdown, so he's doing wow. this instead. So what a, what a, what a what man! A, what a great guy this is, and and all of his team. Do you know what we need to do? Mm-hmm. You know what we need to do, don't you? Well, listen to some of the curries they make. <laughs> Right. Yeah, creaming creamy mutter paneers. It's curry made with peas and fresh cheese. Oh. A vegetable korma. Oh yeah, a sarg, which is the leaf vegetable dish. Yeah, yeah. and alu pakora, fried potato slices. Oh. <laughs> Hang so, on. Now, um, now, now you're doing it, right? It's normally me. Look at the time. Look at the time. Yes. We get to about three o'clock, o'clock, and we always start to talk about food. And now I'm now I'm dribbling down my microphone. And he's, um, he said it was not not simple curries. They're special curries. They're making according to wow. their taste. Because most of the people don't like hot food, we're trying to make it milder. But people are now saying dial them up a bit because yeah. they're beautiful. Yeah. So that is my feel-good story of the week. And I tell you what, they, they, I'm going to call this out. They've got a Facebook site. Yeah. Um, Seek Volunteers Australia. Got a lot of followers. And they're calling for urgent donations of... Chickpeas, vegetables, ginger, garlic, paste, lentils, and soya chunks. You know what we need to do? So let's um, get together and help him out. We need to interview him.
Brilliant. We need to find him. I'd love to promote him Mm. and uh, see if there's some people out there that might even want to support him because that is a fantastic cause. And a good story. The fact that he's even doing what he does during the day with (laughs) some of the uh, less fortunate people as well, and he doesn't have a job. So... um, if ever you reckon you're, you're good people out yeah, there, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there is, and thank goodness we've got them. Mm. Yep. Now, um, from the sublime, which that was sublime, yep. to the ridiculous, I believe you've got a story um, that I need to get the language warning up for uh, again. Oh, you want me to talk about the swear jar, do. don't you? I do. Strong language warning. Yeah, I, I just play well, that a lot. Uh, just keep your finger on the button. Mm. Is what I, well, maybe you just want to get some ACDC music uh, <laughs> and have it ready to go in case over you need to dump it over the top. Uh, there was uh, just this lovely little article. Um, uh, I think it's uh, written by uh, Jim Politis, and it's called um, Kitchen Sink Drama. Uh, swear jar. Actually, I, I stand corrected. It's by a chap by the name of Paul Connolly. My apologies, Mr. Connolly, and uh, due reference to you. Um, so there's a lovely little sort of picture of this swear, you know, swear jar. Um, after Emma, aged seven, <laughs> declared her day as Tish House, <laughs> and Holly, 12, called the cat a prick. <laughs> Nicola and Michael knew that their swearing had got out of hand. Oh, so these are the parents. A swear jar was established. Uh, it was soon full. <laughs> <laughs> they used the money for a rare meal out. So convivial was the evening. So delicious the food. Emma, who is uh, the seven-year-old, said, These people can cook. <laughs> I can't go anywhere near the words she used. No, uh, uh, just let it run to your imagination. But uh, in, a, in an enthusiastic way, she described <laughs> them by using a word that's just highly inappropriate. Um, it left them wanting more. Yeah. Uh, not of Emma's swearing, but more yeah. of the food. While Nicola would later concede the subsequent escalation in swearing was regrettable, she thought their increasing frequent nights out would bring them closer together. Knoth, said Michael <laughs> cheerfully, f- f- fishing in his pocket for a coin. <laughs> I thought it was a ripper. I just thought, my goodness me, uh, I've heard some kids say some interesting things, but uh, when it's used in that context and with the uh, with, with the vigour, it seems that so it they're was, funding their nights out with the oh, swear jar. Oh, with the swear jar. Yep, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I think it's getting quite full because they've actually got to, yeah, I'm going to chuck it in for the kids <laughs> as well every time. So it's a beautiful little story. And uh, apologies if there was any offence in there. I've tried to keep that as clean as possible, but as accurate and um, and relevant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Buffy Tuffy behind me says yes. we're okay for yeah, now. We're I, right for we haven't a had a while. message from Cole. Now I said, uh, um, old son, that we needed to, and we, we uh, we've been remiss uh, lately. But you know, some of the other shows here on Southern FM, and you know, while everybody is in lockdown, and you know, oh, I've listened to this and I've listened to that. I've walked well, all the streets of Brighton. I've, walked, <laughs> I've done all of Brighton. I've listened to two smoking guns. What else is there? That's right. You're about to. Well, talk. you can. Uh, we'll, we'll just we'll stay on after us because. Um, 
the uh, AMREP music show straight on after us at four o'clock. That's and all the new Aussie music. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So it's a weekly countdown of Aussie music played across this station. Um, so again, you know, you, you could listen to that and then uh, even go and grab five minutes of uh, Galinsky's uh, Yeah, I listen to that on the way home, and then, yeah, AMREP show. Um, yes, I do exactly the same. And then at five o'clock, they've got um, we've got our uh, live Sunday sessions, um, and it's basic- oh, is it back. Well, it's out of the archives, right? Oh. So I can't do them live. So we. So I just- haven't seen the great Mark. No, around. no. So uh, they're just bringing some of those back out uh, out of the archives and uh, giving them another another burst uh, of the airways. And then tomorrow morning, you can wake up with Carl and Catherine for breakfast, followed by a newsman and his music. And I would think you know who that is. I think that's Cole. That's Cole. Oh, that's the captain. The captain. The captain comes on, uh, and then he's got a fantastic show that he does, uh, as I say, called uh, Amusement in His Music. So um, stick with the station. Well, Carl um, and Catherine and you? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I reckon Carl might have done something on the weekend a little while back, and um, but yes, I... Oh, okay. uh, I'll uh, I'll tune into those guys in the morning, and um, but uh, just a shout out for all those shows. So uh, stick with Southern, and uh, we're here to just to entertain. And of course, if you've missed the start of this show, you, right now you're listening to Two Smoking Guns with Scotty and Rutsy. You are, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. Uh, we haven't had any SMSs yet, as far as I can tell, um, unless I've missed something. But hey, I've got to tell you, can I just go, can I just run with one more thing and then throw to you uh, for for some Something else that well, you're, you're going to bring to the table? Hold your horses <laughs> yeah. and you can do that right after this. Okay. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502-1414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM Sponsor. We got power and could lift Roxanne. Before our superhero can save the world, he has to battle a very powerful foe of his own muscular dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy is a life threatening, muscle wasting disease that destroys young lives muscle by muscle. I'm the toughest. I'm the toughest. Please help in the fight for a cure. Contact Muscular Dystrophy Association now at mda.org.au. We don't stand so close in supermarket aisles. We gotta keep our masks on just for a little while. And if it's safe to stay at home, then just stay at home. We gotta all grow up and do whatever helps us move along. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about all of us together. It's what we need to do. But we don't need to hug or kiss someone hello. You can share the love and get it on much later on. And if you think this craziness will all be over soon, we got a long, long way to go. So it's what we need to do. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about all of us together It's what we need to do It's not about me It's not about you It's about all of us together It's what we need to do 
It's about all of us together. It's what we need to do. It's about all of us together. It's what we need to do. From Paran to Parkdale, you're listening to Southern FM.
Scotty, that must be one of the happiest songs ever recorded, I it's reckon. It's very happy. Was that Greedy? It's Greedy. Yeah. Greedy Smith. Yeah. Sadly died. Sadly. In uh, December. Yes, he yes. did. Uh, one of the uh, departures that we talked about, yes. unfortunately. But, um, yes, no, but it's... Remember it very a, fondly. Great guy. It's a nice it? little sort of upbeat piece, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah great song. Now, we're only just chatting... Um, a minute ago, uh, sort of off air, where I just uh, said to you, I'm, I'm very keen to grab out, uh, and all credit to you, because you put me in touch with this bloke, and I'll tell you what I didn't realise. He's been doing this sort of work for about 10 years, mm. uh, and, he looks about, and he looks about 12. <laughs> Talk about uh, Nat. Talk about Nat. So yeah. Nat's what I reckon, and I'm now obsessed with his uh, cooking, cooking. and and he's got, a, he's got a mantra that you don't need to press the button, it's okay. <laughs> he's got a, but he's, Something just... Jar sauce. Yeah, yeah. Jam, jam uh, jar sauce. Don't, don't use jar sauce. Yes. So uh, his whole piece is around making everything fresh, right? So, um, if, and if you want to be entertained, and honestly, there's a very big language warning. Uh, he's he's bluer than any cheese I've seen. This bloke. Um, he, but he's very entertaining. He's very funny to watch, um, and he will teach you how to cook some stuff that in different ways that you might not have thought about. And that leads me to uh, when you talk about curry, I, I made his um, chili con carne the other day. Did you call it chili yeah. con carne or chili con carne? Uh, well, tomato, I think I think, I think he calls it chili con um, cooking cook at home. <laughs> so, so again, he's got the packet of sauce that says just mix this with everything, but yeah, he's said, it absolutely out. not. Uh, and yeah, A, it was outstanding uh, the night I made it. Mm. It was even better at lunchtime the next day when I had the leftovers. Oh, yes. Always. Um, so, you know, he's put these, he says, now make sure you get the right beans in here. He said, goodness sake, don't put in baked beans. <laughs> but if you want to go and get some uh, different recipes, and, and, and we have talked about this before, uh, about the fact that he puts milk in his bolognese. Uh, and I mentioned that to a couple of people I was with the other day, and they looked at me like I had three heads, and I said, just give it a go. And he puts olive oil in his mashed potatoes. Give it a go. Yeah, all of the above. So, uh, no, he's a beauty. So um, we've got a little, I've got a little mission. I've, I've reached out to him once before, and I was told he's a very busy boy. And because uh, he's got tours all over Australia, but of course they're not happening anymore. Well, we might. So well, I think we're going to try and reach out to him again because yeah. I think the uh, I think the listeners of Southern FM would very much enjoy him as long as we can keep some some sort of restraint on him. Beep, beep, yeah, yeah, beep, beep, yeah. Beep. So uh, he might say about four words that we can actually put to air. But uh, anyway, that, we'll see how we go. What have you got, mate? Well, I've got something that's uh, name one person in Melbourne. Yep. That you wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of. Um, uh, um, first is, first is, name begins with M. The, sec, he, the second he, the second name begins with Gatto. I was going to say, <laughs> is he a colourful identity? <laughs> he's, a, he's a colourful identity. Ah, uh, yes. So uh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he, there's probably a couple of others, but um, he certainly he's certainly on the list. This let's is, say this is uh, Melbourne Underworld figure Mick Gatto is not amused. Right. Which is disturbing. Oh. Uh-oh. And his legal team have good reason to be nervous. Oh. <laughs> when you say team, his legal team and nervous in the same sentence, yeah. I think it means a lot more than that. There's, there's a guy from... <laughs> Don't know um, what? A guy that I won't, I won't mention his name on the radio. Yeah. But uh, he right. concedes that he's made a series of mistakes by himself and his secretary. Regrettably, he says, <laughs> the incorrect reference to a trial. This is a story about... Um, he's got a defamation trial yes. about to start this week. 
um, against the ABC of all bodies. And he thought it was going to be judged by a jury, and yes. it's not. It's be- going to be judged by a judge. Because apparently you can you can request mm. the uh, whether it is just by a judge or whether it's a judge by jury. Correct. So, yeah. r- regrettably, <laughs> the incorrect reference to a trial by judge alone in the various versions of the consent orders was not noticed by either the plaintiff oh. or his solicitors or his counsel. Ouch. <laughs> so... Uh, the backstory is the Supreme Court of Victoria has ruled that a defamation trial due to start next week between Mr Gatto yes. and the Australian Broadcasting Corporation will not be heard before a jury, but by a judge alone after his lawyers bungled the paperwork. Oh, my God. If there's one set of papers you wouldn't ever want to get wrong, like talk about did I order the cornflakes or did I order the wheat picks? Well, I tell you what, you ordered the pineapple this time. <laughs> Mr. Gatto launched the legal action uh, in April last year Yes, over claims an ABC story had falsely accused him of threatening to kill gangland lawyer turned police informer Nicola Gobbo. Allegedly. Allegedly, (laughs) according to a statement of claim filed in the Supreme Court of Victoria. Allegedly. Yes. Well, no, that's a fact. (laughs) The action was allegedly. The alleged statement of claim (laughs) accuses investigative reporters X and X of suggesting that Mr. Gatto was a hitman. One of, allegedly. Allegedly. Mm. Allegedly one of Australia's <laughs> most violent criminals, allegedly, and allegedly responsible for the murders of Victor Pierce and Frank Benevenuto, allegedly. Well, he was found not guilty of, uh, of murder, wasn't he? Mr Ghetto has been held up to public ridicule and contempt <laughs> and has been seriously injured in his feelings and his reputation, oh, of course. according to the affidavit. Yep. Uh, this is the next line. It describes uh, his current job. Melbourne's most persuasive debt collector (laughs) has already reached a significant financial settlement with the Daily Mail over a similar story, but was keen to have his civil case against the ABC decided by six true men and six jurors, you know. Um, Mr Gatto's faith in the jury system is based on personal experience. (laughs) Fair bit of it. Mm. The last time he appeared before 12 of his peers was in 2005 when he was acquitted of the shooting of... Da, 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 allegedly. Well, no, no, no. You can. Oh, it's, he, uh, Benji. He, he was acquitted. Benji. Yeah, he was, he acquitted. It, was, it, was, it was found that it was in self defence. Um, as he walked free after 15 months on remand, <laughs> Mr. Gatto told him of his supporters, thank God for the jury system, thank God for Robert Richter. Mm. He would later get Mr. Richter's name tattooed on his chest. Oh, I read that. <laughs> I nearly fell off a chair when I read that. I tell you. So it, it remains to be seen whether he'll be engraving his current lawyer's name on his chest after his paper bungling effort. You, how, um, but uh, there's one person you would not want to be on the wrong side of, and that is the great man. Do you think? Uh, do you think there's any uh, any people in incarceration that have got Nicola Gobbo written on their chest? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, there's a, there's a now, line there, but I'm not using it. Yeah. Now, uh, does it also, correct me if I'm wrong, does it also not mention two people that are going to be character witnesses for oh, Mr. Does, Gatto? It does. I overlooked that. Oh, could you just share that with me and refresh my memory as to who they are? They would be the Salvation Army Commanding Officer Major Brendan Nottle. Right. 
Hmm? Yes. And the United Firefighters Union Secretary, Peter Marshall. Right. Character okay. references. Character references, yes. okay. And the... Uh, I, th- I think he's helped both of those people with some merger and acquisition. Activities. Oh, merger and acquisition. <laughs> a little bit of M&A work. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. I'll merge this. I'll merge I'll this, merge this, this with your face. With your head. <laughs> and, and, and forcibly acquire that property. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you where... Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Mm. Um, and, and I think... Uh, again, if memory serves, I read where the potential slip-up occurred was that several documents have been submitted in relation to the case, and some of the initial documentation did request said judge and jury. So Uh I think there was an assumption that all ongoing paperwork would be relevant and the same, but they've neglected to check it each time, and the last one just requested a judge. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, remaining on thin ice. (laughs) How are your skates, mate? (laughs) My skates are very good, and I'll be looking around nervously as I depart this location. I need to to remove my location-finding sensor (laughs) device. Turn it off. We're turning everything off before we walk out of here. Just a quick quick update on the bikies. Your game. Your game. Your game. I tell you. I mean, I don't mind dancing around, you know, Prince Harry and Megan Sparkle Markle, but you just, you're asking for trouble, boy. Uh, <laughs> you are just. No, this is just reported in the paper. Yeah, of course. There's, there's, uh, that's all we ever do. We're just, a, we're just reporting and we're yeah. just discussing amongst friends what we've read and uh, seen during the week. It's just that all there's, we a, do. there's a bit of a feud going on between the Mongols. Oh, there's not. And the Finks. Have they had a fallout again? Falling out, oh dear! So you know it's a rift that's developed between the the two groups over members who've moved from one to the other. Oh, um, and newer members who don't like each other. Oh, right. right. So um, I I said last week that um, Shane Bowden was was kicked out of the gang. You did um, after he was released from prison. Where's he gone? Um, well, he's just been kicked out. I don't oh. know where he goes oh. to if you get kicked out. Oh, can you go to another club, though? Hmm, maybe. Is it, is it a bit... Do they have a sort of like an end-of-year trade like they do in the footy? You know, they just... Do you know what? I think we might need to put you out, put you on the rookie list, or... <laughs> is it a bit like the AFL trade? Do you go on the bench? Hey? Do you have a draft pool? Can you imagine an end-of-year trade amongst the <laughs> outlawed motorcycle gangs where they, they're going to start to trade members? That would be a very oh, funny skit. That would be good. That would be a very funny skit. Imagine, it's not like the schoolyard where they go, I'll pick you, Scotty. No. no I'll pick you. No, I'll no, pick you. no. No, imagine like sitting around with your mum and dad and in, in your colours and do all of a sudden. To, do they have, like, recruiters? <laughs> who, 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 do they have to go to a, uh, a draft <laughs> camp? That's what I'm do they, saying. Do, do they have to, like... Um, you know, uh, you know what the AFL players would do? They'd do the jump test and the beat <laughs> yeah, test. The beat test, yeah. And so what were these guys doing? Oh, they'd, they'd have road, to do road, circle work. Circle work on their motorbike. Yeah, on the motorbike, yeah. And uh, rob a bank, rob maybe, a, allegedly. Punch, um, a punching yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, punching competition. Knife yeah. test. Um, um, uh, car to, uh, being able to do tattoos. Oh, being yes, car tattoos. Anyway, yeah. Oh, we digress. Yeah, we have. We, I'm glad. I'm glad you have. Oh. This, this is just. Uh, just Can you go any you know, further? I'm just letting you know. Can that, you go that any the police further? Are a bit concerned that the the fighting might get a little out of hand. 
and reading between the lines. And innocent bystanders may get caught in well, the crossfire, as they say. That's kind of the, the tenor of the article, yes. Because the scary part is they're not exactly in the middle of Australia, these clubs. No. Like they're, they're in, in the suburbs mm. of, uh, of Melbourne. So, um, anyway. Um, so I just thought I'd bring you up to speed. No, with that. You, no you do that because but I'm interested um, just, in the, just, the bikies trade camp. Just be careful which way you drive home, old son. <laughs> That's all I can say. Just, just be careful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, can I just share? Uh, do you remember the days of um, Jeff Hook? I do. He so did. he used to, uh, he used to put the, hide the, the hook. cartoon, right? Yeah, and, the hook. and then he'd hide the hook somewhere in the in the show. Now, so question with that notice to you, mm. um, I was very taken by uh, Mark Knight, who's a, a very good um, uh, you know, character drawer in, in his own right, and um, and he's done a piece uh, in one of the papers uh, yesterday. Does he, does um, he have a signature uh, symbol that he hides? Well, I don't know, but. I think I found a hook. <laughs> so my question to you is, with that notice, did he take over doing the hook from Jeff Hook? Well, he might have. Because either that, or I'm seeing things, but it looks it looks very much like the shape of the hook that I used to find when I used to read the Jeff Hook um, cartoon. Really? Yes. I'll show it to you because you're a bit far away and it's a bit small. <laughs> um, Anyway, there's a lovely piece that he's drawn, uh, and it is very much a visual piece. But I was also taken by the uh, literature that he uh, the, that he attached to said drawings, and it's um, a picture of Scomo, and uh, he's got uh, he's got the Don, the Trumpster, uh, on uh, on speed dial. He's got him on hands free, uh, and he says, Don, I'm calling to hear what your latest strategies are to deal with the coronavirus. Uh, and Trump's come back, well, so you can adopt them too? Uh, no, so we can do the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, very good. <laughs> and right down the very bottom, just tucked away in the corner, is just a little face that says, Dan should call too. <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't get to see Mark's night, Mark Knight's uh, picture in uh, yesterday's paper, uh, see if you can dig it out. It's, well, uh, he did take over fun. from Jeff Hawke. Yeah, Jeff well, Hawk that's retired, right. Yes. And, um, and he's subsequently passed away. I yes, believe. he has. I think um, so too. But um, I'll show I think you. he has taken over from him, yep. but I'm not sure whether he's continuing the legacy of the hook. Perhaps well, he is. I'll show you after the show, and you can give me your opinion about that. That would be wonderful uh, um, if he has done that. Yeah. Now, uh, I'll tell you the other one that caught my eye. Um, have I got time to be able to do that, or have you oh, got to go to a sponsor? Well, I'll take a splash at the sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Right up. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install blockout blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502 1414. 
creative shades and design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. I'm really not hey, what now? It's Dallas Woods here for Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs. Drinking, dancing, basically just fans having an awesome time. You can enjoy yourself any way you want. And if you want to drink, that's your business. But as soon as you take it on the road, it becomes everyone's business. If you're going to a gig and want to drink, plan ahead, share a taxi, ride share, catch public transport, or arrange a sober designated driver. Please don't make your next gig your last. If you're feeling alone and struggling with your mental health, give the SANE forums a go. I'm not an actor, I do have a mental illness, and I find that they've really helped me. You may actually find that there is someone there that you can just chat away with most days. You do feel anonymous, and you don't feel as if you put something up there, you're going to be shouted down and have to leave a forum, and that's the beauty of the same forums. For online support and connection for people affected by mental illness, visit saneforums.org. From Mordialic to Malvern, you're listening to Southern FM. I knew you'd find me crying Tell those girls with rifles for minds That their jokes don't make me laugh They only make me feel like dying In unguarded moments Between mirages I knew you'd find me drinking Tell those men with horses for hearts That their jacks don't make me bleed They only make me feel like shrinking In unguarded moments Without a meaning I knew you'd find me leaving Tell those friends with cameras for eyes That their hands don't make me hang They only make me feel like breathing In unguarded moments In unguarded moments Unguarded moments 
Scotty, yep. that's a great drumming song. It's a great one. drumming song. Great, it's great uh, drumming intro, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, the church it kicks it off beautifully with the church. I'm familiar with their work. You're familiar with their yes, work. Yes, I am. The great time. unguarded moment yeah. off their seminal, yeah. our first album, no. the debut album, which was often played in my residence. Yes, and no. many residents across the country. Yes, I have no doubt. And he had fantastic shirts, Steve Kilby. Oh, did he? He had, he had a, a collection of Paisley shirts that Paisley. were magnificent. Paisley shirts? I, I don't know I, where they've all gone, but he, he should donate them to the Australian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, reckon I, I reckon I might have owned a couple of Paisley shirts. I had shirts a couple of Paisleys <laughs> back in the day. A long time ago, yeah, yeah. Back, in the, back, in the, back in the day the when day. we were groovy. If we wore That's them right. now, we'd look like a... Yeah. I, I can just get away with my Hawaiian shirts. I was going to say wannabes and tryhards or uh, something. Paisley would be <laughs> yeah. a... I used to have Paisley ties. Yeah, no, Paisley ties. When ties yeah. were a thing. Yeah, yeah. And, are no longer a thing. No, ties aren't anymore, but it actually came back a second time, the Paisley, and had a bit of a run again. Had a run again. But uh, now, no, we're no ties now. No, no, no pays, absolutely. Paisley pants, no? No, 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 no. no, no. 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 Just the open neck shirt and the jacket these days. You're not doing Paisley anymore? No, oh, mate, it's jeans and a, a, a jeans, open neck shirt, French cuffs so and a jacket. I've got a theory about fashion. Yeah. Because I wear, I've got, a, as you know, I've got yes. a, a rather glorious collection of Hawaiian shirts. You do. That is that is my um, yep. fashion state. Great array of pizzas. And, um, <laughs> and I, yes, and I, I have a theory about fashion. One in every seven years, yep. you're in fashion. Yep. You're on point. So yep. one in every seven years, I'm fashionable. Yes. Wearing my Hawaiian shirts. Yes. The year before that, I'm ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> You're the trendsetter. I'm the trendsetter. <laughs> and then for the remaining five years, I'm You're just, on trend. I'm just hopelessly out of fashion. <laughs> then you look like a complete glass. Yeah, you look like a, a bit of a donkey. But uh, I live uh, for that, uh, that year good. that I'm a trend. Setter. I just think I, I think fashion, the saying will be around forever. Everything that I, that's old eventually becomes that's new again. All fashion is, mate. That's re- all it is. Just, is they just recycle old, I, old ideas. Well, in fact, I was only with I was with my youngest daughter uh, several weeks ago when we were still able to sort of move around and do some things, and she started to me about uh, wanting to talk, uh, wanting to see if she could find some um, flared jeans. There you go. So you, see. you know, back in the seventies, oh, probably. Yeah. 
probably yeah, with yeah. the big bell bottom just sort of sh- flared sh- jeans. Show the video of Hush. Um, oh yes, I and sure. they've, they've got some very good flared yep. jeans going on in that so, film. So you know we've gone away from the skinny stuff, yep. you yep. know, with and she goes, no, 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 I want the ones that flare out at the oh, bottom yeah. a bit, and it's like. Wow, we well, show us some old Elvis clips. Oh yeah, I mean, mate, they they flirted any further, they become a roundabout. <laughs> well, that round at the bottom. Yeah. Hey, um, there's something that really caught my eye, um, and uh, I tell you what, does this girl dance uh, close to the wind? Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is uh, Alice Costa, who's done a little piece in the paper, um, and it says Sports Ace wins gag wins gag. And I thought well, that's interesting, but I started to read, and uh, but it, it, she's quite pointed as to um, some of the language that she uses in order to describe the situation and the people involved. Um, so she has gone on to say, "A Victorian in capital letters, mm. sporting great, right," and that got my attention. Australian uh, sporting, a Victorian, a Victorian sporting, sporting great. great has taken out an extraordinary gag order to prevent the publication of allegations of cocaine abuse and threatening an estranged partner, allegedly. Have you run this past the Sir Buffington I just used allegedly, so I think I'm okay. And I'm only reading what's already reported in print. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so this is not my report. Uh, can I say the uh, pa- the paper can reveal the former star obtained the suppression order through a Melbourne court to stop claims being aired against him. That's a he. All right, so we've got a him because mm. um, it didn't say. It's just like the playing that game partner. where you've got his name on your forehead, and I have to guess, or I've got yeah, his name on my forehead. It's a, you know, who am I? Who what am I? I? Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so it was alleged as part of a dispute with his ex partner that the sportsman who has a high profile and is often in the media spotlight. Mm. On the r- telly. It runs very close to the wind, this. Yeah. Has regularly abused cocaine. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, which she doesn't use. So she, I'm tipping she thinks her sources are pretty good. Mm. It's also claimed he has threatened his ex-partner on several occasions, allegedly. The former star uh, has cultivated a profile uh, as a clean, living, family-orientated man. Sure. So I'm sort of going to leave it about there. Uh, because oh, you're not going to give me an A, B, C, D, lock it in, Eddie? Oh, <laughs> I, I, Come on. I, I, that was a lifeline. I, I could. <laughs> And uh, I'd have a stab at who she might be referring to, but um, no. I'm, ri- I'm, I'm writing the, the, the words in the oh. air, Scotty. And am I, am I right? Uh, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I think we're, as they say in the classic Trutzy, I think we're on the same page. Yes. I think we've got a short-priced <laughs> um, favourite. Anyway, as long as the cameras in the studio don't uh, get you somewhere else. Um, oh, something just flashed up on the computer screen. I thought it was from the lawyer. <laughs> um, but it does actually go on to say that uh, there have been some several other sporting figures, as again reported in the paper in recent times, that have had some misdiscretions. Uh, Collingwood's had a player that's oh, yeah. uh, going to be charged with an offence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, you read it for yourself. Uh, there was the Western Bulldogs young chap who managed to prank a car or two. Yep. 
uh, and then uh, old matey used to play for uh, for the Mighty Saints that went somewhere else. Um, he managed to uh, find a uh, knife and fork in his chest. <laughs> Actually, no fork, just the knife. Just cutlery. Um, mm. And a little bit of cutlery in his, uh, in his chest, and uh, he didn't want to uh, extrapolate or pontificate as to who might have been with him at the time. So, uh, that's... No, nothing that, to that, see here. That story is as old as time. Yeah, there you go. So, um... So... On a brighter note. Yeah, anyway, I'll leave it at that. It'll, that might just be Watch This Space, that's all. Mm, very mm. good. Okay. Keep an eye on that one. Yeah, I well... we all know who we're talking well, about. Oh, it could be one of several <laughs> people, potentially. I mean, who would know? Yeah. Mm. Very careful. Mm. Um, so, um, Australian legend Malcolm Blight expresses his concern over the aesthetics of our great game at AFL level. So this happens periodically, and the game at the moment is... What does he expect right now? It's is a bit <laughs> difficult because you've got a whole lot of fit guys. They're only playing 15-minute quarters, yeah. so they can cover a lot of ground, and they yeah. haven't shortened the interchange bench, so what do they expect, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I love this quote from, from uh, <laughs> <Nope>. Blighty. <laughs> I'm calling for a summit, and I can assure you it will not include any current coaches. <laughs> Doesn't like the way they're coaching the game. But he has gone on, and I, this is what I like, because he's, he's gone on to describe the, the players he would pay to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. This is good. So I'll, t- I'll go through these with you. Yeah. Imagine you're going to the MCG. It, it starts on, yep. a, on, on a glorious, glorious spring Saturday to see Australian rules at its finest. A game in which the ball winner is rewarded rather than the tackler and one in which the emphasis is on attack at all costs. Okay, so this is the, co- this is the players that he would pick to coach in his team of entertainers. Right. Oh, from the back line. Yeah. Gavin Wanganine, the rubber yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. David Dench, because he changed fullback play before his eyes, and Ross Glendinning was sheer class. Dench was a bit stale, wouldn't he? I mean, he was a good player, but he was a bit stale to watch. I'm agreeing with you there. I, I, yeah. I, I, I like yeah, Glenn Dinning, though. Yeah, yeah, no, Glenn um, Dinning. Yeah. He, said, I, he said, I smile when I watch Jeremy Howe play, yep. who is the modern-day Peter Knights and Paul Vanderhaar. Yeah, 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 no, granted. And then there is the human glider, Andrew McLeod, who was electric. Oh, yeah, he was. Centres. Robbie Flower was a gorgeous player. Greg Williams handballed to put someone in a better position and was a beautiful kick. Keith yep. Gregg. Yeah, one on one was supreme. Yep. Forwards, Alex Jezelinko can play most positions. Jezelinko, your beauty. Wayne Carey needs no explanation. Nah, spot on. Buddy Franklin, most exciting player of recent times. Gary Ablett Jr. Yep. Gary Ablett Senior. Yep. Gary Ablett Senior Junior Junior. If you know. (laughs) Gary Ablett. Any 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 bloke named Gary Ablett. Darren Jarman. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I tore us a new one in '97. Uh, Ruck Simon Madden, oh. Ruck Rover Dangerfield, oh, Rover yeah. Lee Matthews, yep. the best player I saw, and he kicked out 915 goals. Yep. Interchange Barry Cable, Barry Robram from Adelaide, what? Rob Harvey, oh, yeah. Michael Voss. Yeah, and uh, and there you go. So the team from the back: Gavin Wanganeen, no, um, Ross Glendinning, no Williams from Carlton, McLeod Knights, Howe, Greg Williams, Flower, Greg Jezalinko, Carey, Franklin. Ablett Jr., Ablett Senior, Jarman, Madden, Dangerfield, Lee Matthews, Interchange, Cable, Robin, Harvey Voss. Apologies to James Hurd, Peter Materia, Chris Judd, Jason Dunstall, Tony Lockett. It's a notable admission. Oh, yeah. Uh, admission. Uh, Stephen Kernhan, John Platten, Tim Watson, Scott Pendlebury, and Paul van der Haar. So, uh, uh, opinions uh, like <clears throat> everyone's got one. So, that's his. 
you pay. I mean, in his day, you would have you would have paid to see Bartlett, wouldn't you? No, I don't know. Huh? Pay to see Lockett, Whippy, um, Peter Moore. No, he's Brownlow just, medalist. Just a ruckman. Brownlow medalist. Just a ruckman. Jimmy Steins. You're not a bad player. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I'm just trying to think. There of, you go. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I I like the fact that um, he noted the omissions, mm. uh, or those that just didn't make the grade, make the cut. Uh, yeah, well, that's interesting, isn't it? It's. Uh, but but I do a, like the way the game. Team. Some teams are playing the game differently than other teams, Scotty. If you've noticed. Oh uh, yeah, they are. And our boys are trying their best to play that way. Yeah, um, didn't quite get uh, things right last weekend, but no. uh, anyway, we can hope that they can make amends tomorrow night, old son. Yes, now, Monday can I just night. share probably one last thing with you, because we're about to yes. uh, disappear, and then, of course, as I said earlier, AMRAP's coming on at uh, four o'clock after us, so if you Lots want to listen to some local really good music, local music hang on in. Um, but I, I thought this was an interesting one, because it's it's a bit about the political correctness and whatnot, but... Oh, yeah. uh, favourite topic. Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Skins fans, uh, so Washington, uh, plans to rename the Washington Redskins oh, yes, NFL team. Yes, I read could, this. Yeah, could be held up by a man who owns the trademark to many of the possible alternatives uh, and wants the league to buy him out. Of course he does. So he's like of, you. He's done a bit of, he's he's done done a bit of me. He's done a bit of Scotty You work. know what? This has turned into something, and guess what? <laughs> a couple of shekels my way, and we Correct. can talk. Yes. Um, so Redskins fans have poured out their anger at Martin McCauley, 61, who has spent years trademarking alternatives, uh, the Washington Americans, Veterans, Monuments, and Warriors. The Redskins announced this week that they'll change their name after 87 years. Uh, bowing to decades of complaints that the term is offensive to Native Americans. Fair enough. So, uh, again, yes, it falls into that category, but... Uh, and the smart man's been doing... Knowing it's going to happen yeah. one day, he's been buying up the alternatives. Yeah, and then there's... Uh, then there's, the bloke, there's the blokes that also go and buy the number plates, you know. Oh, they are those guys. Out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. some, some of those have got some real coin attached to them yeah, too. Yeah, so. Anyway, are we almost done? What do, you, do we need well, to wrap up? We, what, well, we need to just uh, call out... Uh, um, a couple of things. Um, All right. Obviously, we need to call out that uh, show that we're talking about tonight. Which, uh, 5.30. Have yep. a look at that. Yep. Uh, Australian music. Um, AMRAP's coming up too. Lots yep. of good Australian music. Perfect. Um, we're back on the air next uh, next week. Next Doctor, Sunday. Mate. I'll save open for inspection for next week. Save that because <laughs> I want to talk to you about that because also the, uh, the, the old shops up the road are up for sale soon. That show. Um, oh, that, yeah. With the... With the, with the, the Chocker? Things. No, the... the the block show. Yeah, chocker. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> anyway, we must away, mate. All right, um, mate. Lovely. Thanks day. for listening, everybody. Two smoking guns every Sunday, two to four. Uh, have a great week, old mate. And, and uh, look forward to seeing you. Same yes, time, sir. same bat channel. Good on you, mate. See Bye. you, mate.